Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And then people complaining that they got burnt. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> why? I just don't. Why? Why are you sun bathing your asshole? Is it that important? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they have people that were bleaching their assholes for a while, too. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a big, like, turn of the century craze. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I saw a meme that had a guy going, um, he, when his girlfriend's asleep, you know, he would sit there and uh, he would sit there and uh, slowly do random searches on his girlfriend's phone. And then, you know, he's like, oh, I can't wait to see the anal bleaching ads that pop up when she's going. Like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Haven't, right? <laughs> haven't we all gotten bored? I mean, that's really the case. That's really what we're oh, trying to say. God. <laughs> oh my god! But Listen, sometimes I kind of sounded like a what's his name person. Sometimes, um, <laughs> sometimes I don't remember what I was trying to say. I distracted myself. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> a horrible impression too. I just heard it in my head. Okay. Oh man, that's... <laughs> I just like the fact that after he said, like, you know, injecting disinfectants and light and shit like that, like fucking Lysol has to send out a fucking message to all those, you know, people on the low, the low uh, Darwin chain, you know, like, you know, like, um, yeah, no, don't ingest this, don't inject this, don't do anything. <laughs> with right. your body in this <laughs> don't even try to mix it with your dick like just don't i want it to be like immediate though i want trump to say something on the podium like um drink bleach and then uh, he goes okay well we're gonna bring Fauci up and Fauci just nods like thank you as soon as he gets the thing um don't listen to a fucking word he just said 
This motherfucker's <laughs> gonna get you killed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> like Fausti's last day. Like he's right. just had it. <laughs> Listen, I'm done and done. You feel <laughs> I can't do this no more. Flips the podium over. <laughs> extra stupid. <laughs> Fausti out. <laughs> Fausti out. <laughs> Doesn't go off like by the door. Just walks past all the reporters out the right. back. <laughs> 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 they film the whole thing. They follow him like it's WWE. They follow him out the b- back of the thing, going out the front like, oh, door. Dude. Goes out the front door of the White House. You know, <laughs> right? He's kicking over fucking trash cans on the way out. You see some Secret Service guys high fiving him as he's leaving. You know, yeah, because he deserves it. And then once he's off the White House grounds, Vince McMahon comes running out. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Like, my <laughs> I was talking to my wife about it. And she's like, yeah, Trump needs to – he needs to talk more with them. And I said, no, what he, it's so easy. He just needs to shut up. He just needs not to be there. He just needs to move out of the way. <laughs> let the, let the, the grown-up speak and, you know, everything will be Literally cool. the first time one of those, like, um, news conferences happened, the first thing I thought was, why is Trump speaking? Yeah. Like, well, like I don't – well, like Care the, what you <laughs> yeah, I know. Like in the beginning, though, it was just Pence and um, the scientist people, and you know, Fauci and and Bricks. And when you're listening to it, you're like, and I remember sitting there going, "Wow, does Pence look presidential?" Like, you know, he was, you know, Pence hasn't been too bad on the podium, to be no, honest. No, no, he hasn't. He's actually been more presidential than the president. Like he, he, you know, he he gives. But keep in mind, Pence. While I don't agree with. A lot of his like outlooks on stuff or his ideals and stuff. He's a professional politician, right? You know, you know so he's going to look a little bit better. He, he gives more empathy to the victims that are suffering. Right. You know, we're he trying. knows the things to say. Right, exactly. And it was like, and I remember watching, and then all of a sudden Trump starts going. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing there? And then I was like, oh yeah, because he doesn't have his rallies to go to, so he wants everybody to know it's he's there. Like, oh, I'm here. Look, you know, look at what I'm doing. Look at thank the, God. Yeah, because you right. know. Like I'm not even trying to sh- like be like, oh, he's a fucking idiot. It's just I, we want to hear from professionals. We don't want to hear from if if I need to know how to sign a document, so I'll ask you. But I need I need to know how to not get sick. So if right. we can get out of the way, you know. Oh my god! But it's like well, you know, it, it is what it is. I know. It's, I know. That's you watches you. are just like, oh my god, he's gonna get people killed. Like. Uh, I mean, and most likely, it's the the people that are doing it aren't. They're those are the people. The people that would do. They were gonna do it anyway. Right. They didn't need anyone to <laughs> they, tell them to right. do it. <laughs> you, you know, they were sitting there eyeing it all along, and then once Trump said it, they're like, "Oh, you know, now it gives its validity. It's going down. <laughs> this shit's happening now." Like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but like, you know, like the the people that would do it are the people that those little you know, warnings like do not use hairdryer in the shower. That's what, that's the people that would do it. Like if it wasn't right. for those notes on there, you know, the super dumb dumbs. Right. And honestly, are we missing much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If someone's willing to drink bleach, like, like a, not, not a child, of course, right, of course. someone with, with mental issues or something, but a, a fully functioning adult, <laughs> decides you know what i'm gonna cure this virus here 
I'm gonna give him a southern accent. I have to. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody said. Uh, somebody said. Oh, so what? Next week he's gonna start telling people to do the tie challenge again. <laughs> right. And that's more convenient. Right. Because they come in little pods. Yeah, easier, you know, so. less mess. You know, you just. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Less mess, less fuss. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody, uh, some, uh, was what, what was it on CNN? One of the guys was talking about it. He goes, yeah, he goes, it will, you know, kill the virus and a lot of other things along with it. He goes, so, but, but don't do that. Like he, pref- he like after he was like, but don't do it. Don't, you know, it's like, yeah. Cause it's like, yeah. When you kill the host, <laughs> usually, usually the virus goes along with exactly, it. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> it's like, Jesus. you simple motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all the clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I wanted to uh, take a second to uh, thank um, the few of you that actually reached out to me and, and, and wanted to be like, uh, you don't you don't have that, do you? Like, nobody said it. It was just kind of like, you're, it's not that, is it? I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you got that Rona? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it 100%. I was like, what are the symptoms? Let me know. I know. It was funny because like when I, when I started feeling, Adam's like, um, what, what, do you, what do you have? Like Suddenly he's like on web. I'm like, like I'm telling WebMD. Like, <laughs> so, you just hear, all you hear is <laughs> frantic typing. <laughs> I was like. No, no fever, no loss of taste or smell or anything. That was like me. That. that was me on Twitter though, going, "Might need a replacement <laughs> co-host. We'll update soon." <laughs> by the way, you have to know how to do WordPress uh, audition. You have to. Yeah. Do by the way, you have to do all of the boring things. <laughs> okay, thank you. I just come in on Sundays. <laughs> I just stroll in on Sunday and I bring the funny as best I can. That's, that's really all I do. Oh, man. Occasionally, like even today, I'm sitting here and I was watching a YouTube video of a dude building a computer in a computer case that I just recently purchased that I'm waiting to get here. Um, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just sitting there. I literally have my my head in my hand just on my desk watching it. And I go, wait, don't I have to watch that? Star Trek episode for the away team? <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit. So I, I do that on. <laughs> that was at like 530. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no wonder I got that. Hey, can we start a little later? Because, you know, I got some shit. No, I it wasn't for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. No, we were eating. I was eating dinner with my family. I had to watch it at 2.5 speed just so I can get through it in time. <laughs> I don't know what they said. But confirmed Hoshi can still get it. Right. That's all I know. <laughs> and uh I and I figured oh, I can catch the rest up on memory alpha. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I seem to catch like really bad allergies. Like I had a, like a like oh my chest was just like like it was it I got it the first week when I told Adam I wasn't I wasn't feeling well. And it just seemed kind of like like a bad allergy attack or something like that. And then I was fine. I was like, okay, it should, it should, things should be okay. And then like, you know, I was able to edit, um, you know, so I'm like, okay, so we'll just get some, get this shit ready for next week. And then like that Friday into Saturday, Friday night into Saturday, it just, it got really bad again. So, you know, it, it, it was just really just kind of bad, bad chest thing. And I kind of burned through it 
kind of quick. Fortunately, by I think Tuesday, everything seemed to be fine. I cough here and there, but um, you know, everything seems to be fine now. So it's not like, yeah, you know, as the as a, Adam and I like jokes, that goddamn chicken flu. The chicken flu sneak up on you. <laughs> I think even sent you. Did I send yeah. you a picture of a chicken? Yeah. Like fucking <laughs> chicken, chicken flu. flu. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That was uh, for those of you that don't know. It was because uh, Adam and I were. I think Adam's son got got a fever, and I had said, um, "Well, you know, we were talking about like, oh, he's, you know, Adam. Adam, I gotta admit, during this time, Adam's been a little like touchy with like, like if somebody gets kind of sick, he's like, oh shit, like because I've <laughs> always been like that, but now that's all anyone talks about." Like I was like, like even back in the day, I'd be at work and be like, oh yeah, I'm feeling under the weather. I can get the fuck away from my desk. <laughs> like I, <laughs> you ain't getting me sick because if I get sick, then everyone in my house gets sick, and then I have to deal with it. That's true. So now everyone's like, hey, there's like this like super bad fucking super virus bug. going around. Like oh shit, I got a fucking pot and pan on my head. <laughs> it's like don't ever come near me. Oh man, but you know, like um, and he had said like his kid had a fever. And then I, I was trying to say, like, I was trying to say bird flu. And I just, I, I forgot. I just, it like the whole bird flu thing just like went out of my head and ended up saying well, chicken flu. Chicken flu. I said, what? <laughs> Broke all the tension immediately. I was like, did you just say chicken flu? <laughs> so that, so now that's our go-to when we're like, I'm not feeling well. It's like, got that chicken flu. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, but uh, I rested for a lot of the week, so like I ended up watching some of that uh, Tiger King on Netflix. Yeah, my um, my wife has been watching that. That shit's a sh- that's a shit show. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm halfway through. I think I'm just through three episodes, and I'm just yeah. like, wow. Like, you know, all these I'm like, all these people are fucking nuts, and of course, it's Florida, so like, you know. Oh. I mean, should have already expected that. <laughs> you know, and you Florida's nuts. You have dude. that one chick that's just like, yeah, you know, these people go ahead and exploit tigers, and you know, they're just doing it for their benefit. And then, and then, like, they show her thing, and I'm like, and what are you doing? Like, I don't, you know. And all yeah. the other ones are like, going, oh, she's the worst. Like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I see what's. And then I got to the point, like, to the end of the third episode where they talk about her husband disappeared. And I was, yeah, just, I'm uh, sure he did. Yeah, yeah. and uh, rumors were going around that she fed him to tigers or whatever. I, I haven't even seen the show. Yeah, I just saw the clip of her talking like she killed her husband. <laughs> That's a hundred percent. Like <laughs> it, it's it's obvious, right? That right. it was, and they make it look obvious. I've seen a little bit of it, and they don't make her look good. Like no. the one thing about it, and I think why. It, one because it's a florida shit show so of course you're gonna get drawn in it's like watching a train wreck but the one thing they do in it and and it's something that a lot of these like documentaries or whatever about people don't do anymore is they they make it they're not leaning towards anything they're leaving everything out on the table Right. So if someone completely incriminates himself in a talk, <laughs> that's what they did. And be sure and they <laughs> be and they're sure to leave it in there. You know? Right. And I love it. <laughs> like that's cool. I just haven't gotten a chance to see it. Um I heard it is 
everyone's watching this fucking show. Right. But then I'm I'm one of those people where like when everyone's talking about it, I'm like, fuck this show. I ain't trying to watch. I was watching Naruto yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck y'all, I'm gonna watch this. But, but uh, by the way, uh, Naruto is fucking fire. I watched the first three episodes. Damn. And it was really good. And then I'm like, how many episodes is this? Oh, it's only four seasons. Oh, each season has 50 fucking episodes in it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Japan sucks. <laughs> like, calm down. But it was good. So it's you've like, never seen it before. Definitely. Uh, one cool thing was is that um, la- early last week, uh, Sci-Fi was doing a uh, stay in geek out um, marathon with BSG from midnight Monday morning through I think early Thursday morning every single episode in order um, all BSG and so I remember like it was midnight and I'm like oh it's on TV and I looked and I'm like oh shit they're showing Battlestar I was like oh that's cool and then I realized it was a marathon so they had like uh, Zoom videos where a lot of the cast came back and were talking about the show and stuff like that. Six was hosting it, of course. Mm. Um, and uh, that shit still holds up. Like yeah. I was watching, I'm like watching it. It was like, you know, like, and, and I told my brother, so like every time we left the room or we're on, uh, he has his tablet, he had Battlestar up somewhere. We we're watching the whole thing. And I, I it was just like crazy because I had t- I just, the the night it was ending was the last season. And... So it didn't end till like 7.30 in the morning on Thursday morning. And I remember falling asleep and I woke up just in time to catch the series finale, the two-part series finale. So I got to, so I was up at like 5.30, watched it through to like 7.30. But, you know, I was like, damn, that shit is, that was like going, damn, that shit still holds up. So that was cool. That was actually kind of cool to get to see the whole thing again. And um, if you have YouTube TV or have other ways of acquiring it, uh, the Beastie Boy story is finally uh, up on on Apple TV. Um, I don't pay for it. I got a year free. Um, I think Adam does too. Yep. And uh, so I watched it the other night and uh, really fucking cool. Like I really dug it and like they're, the stories behind the songs and like you kind of hear how, you know, their biggest album was their like most produced album, you know, that like they didn't even really finish it. Like they were on tour with... I think it was Run DMC and uh, they came back after opening for them to find out that their album had been finished. Rick Rubin like finished off their album for them and then like had it ready to go and um, stuff like that. So it was just like it was really, really cool to kind of listen to that. The 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 whole presentation because it's done in front of an audience. It's like a like a show. But, you know, them talking about it and music and stuff like that. And, and uh, Spike Jones directed it. So there's a lot of little cool little stuff, like jokes that are supposed to happen that you hear Spike going, sorry, guys, that's it. Yeah, that's not that's that's not working, <laughs> you know, or mm-hmm. like, like a joke that's supposed to happen on time. And and you have like uh, Mike D going and then all of a sudden the joke pops up on the screen like crazy shit, you know. <laughs> so but it's, it's really cool if you if you haven't watched it, uh, definitely check it out. But I saw that the I, I the day after I found out, I think it was Friday it came out. I saw it like Saturday. Um, although if you're trying to watch it low key, be very careful because the music comes out really loud and the dialogue comes out kind of soft. So if you're trying to watch I mean, it while if you're trying to watch it while somebody's asleep, not a good nah, thing. Not a good one. I don't give a fuck if someone's asleep or not. If it's about the Beastie Boy, right. you about to wake the fuck up because <laughs> we listen to this shit full volume. <laughs> 
Exactly. At all times. <laughs> Sabotage come on? That oh, block shit. ain't sleeping. You feel me? <laughs> 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 it, um, but yeah, it, it's really cool. It actually made me go on to Spotify and like go, oh shit, they have their whole collection. Cool. So I saved all those albums. <laughs> so I saw this the other day. I just thought it was funny. So I'm not going to read the article because I think we can fucking spitball this pretty good. Um, So in Back to the Future. Oh, wait. We haven't even got there yet. Yeah, we're here. We're here right now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I I saw Apple in the thing. I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. Uh, If you could move the fuck forward, I'd really (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) My bad, dude. (laughs) Yeah, somebody's trying to get off the show quick. No, no, no. All right, so as we do every week, uh, before we get into our main you'd story. you think we would do this every week because <laughs> I don't know where the fuck we're at. Uh, and by the way, you know, we had the two greatest shows lined up for you guys. And, you know, it, it just, you know, shit happens. Uh, we were the fucking sniffles, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, all my time with Hooker and Blow finally caught up with me. So, right, yeah. Uh, so, before we get into the main story this week, it's time to jump into the news. So, this week, uh, Apple has found no evidence that a recently discovered security flaw in the native iOS Mail app were exploited by hackers. The company said in a statement. We have found no evidence that they used that this was used against customers. The co- the company said it cast doubt on whether the issue, which it admitted were present in both iPhone and iPad versions of the Mail app, were enough to bypass the device's two security protections. Apple's response cr- uh, currently or directly contradicts the claims of security researchers at ZecOps, who said that they had found evidence of the exploit being used against at least six high-profile targets. The flaws allows hack- a hacker to infect a device simply by sending it a specially cr- crafted email and for the victim to open it. At the time, ZecOps said that it had, quote, high confidence, end quote, that the vulnerabilities had been exploited in the wild by, quote, advanced threat operators, end quote. Apple said that the vulnerability, which ZecOps claimed date back as far as iOS 6, do not pose an immediate risk to its users and will be addressed in a forthcoming software update. When it was originally disclosed the vulnerabilities, ZecOps said that Apple had already addressed the issue in the beta version of Apple Mail. After the research company's original report, some within the security community, including a researcher at Google's Project Zero, questioned its claims that the issue had been exploited in the wild. ZecOps said that unnamed targets include an executive at a mobile carry in Japan and individuals from Fortune 500 companies in North America. Um, Now, if you've heard about this exploit, basically, like it said, it's able to hijack device by simply sending an email to you and you open it within the iOS mail app. However, they said that using Google's um, uh, Google's email client or, a, uh, believe it or not, Outlook, Microsoft's Outlook email app, um, would keep you from being vulnerable to that. It's just, it's just indicative of the iOS mail app. So if uh, that makes you nervous until the thing comes in, you can go ahead and just install gmail or outlook or whoever the fuck you're getting it from and uh, use that instead 
Yeah, I don't use Apple's mail app anyway, so I don't really care. So fuck them, right? <laughs> I use Outlook, so whatever. The Outlook app is fucking dope, by the way. If you're looking for like a really slick mail app, <laughs> Outlook, baby. Okay. I didn't. I I mean, John, my brother has it, but it didn't really look all that impressive to me. I mean, it's just mail, you yeah. know. I mean, like, the, the focus and the other shit tabs kind of like. Okay, I mean that's kind of cool, but you know. But like, like, I don't even know why I don't use the. It's just mail. Who cares? Like, as long as you can read your mail, <laughs> then the app is a success. But uh, I use it. I don't know. I use it with the three email accounts and all that. It's whatever. Yeah. It's no big deal. I, it's all fucking spam anyway. Right. <laughs> so as I was saying, <laughs> um. <laughs> There was there's an old fucking anyone who's a fan of Back to the Future knows that there is not a conspiracy theory, but what they say, like a flaw in the movie right. where if Marty went back and helped his mom and dad fuck, I'm sorry, get together, <laughs> wouldn't they do it dirty? <laughs> right. Wouldn't they recognize him when he got older? Right. Like, there's a whole flaw in it. So, recently... I thought about that back in the day, like, when it came out. I'm like, well, wouldn't yeah. they recognize him? Like, wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't George be like, you fucked him, didn't you? Like... <laughs> like yeah, and that, that's kind of like, wait a minute, you look like the dude that was hanging around. <laughs> so, there was... um. There was... Re- this, this debate's been reignited because of a, a recent trending list called Five Perfect Movies. Where, oh, of yeah. course, Back to the Future is on. Um, and then people are like, oh, it's not perfect because this and this and that. James Gunn was debating it in fucking Twitter. Um, and then the interesting part to me was um, Chris Pratt even got on it too. Chris Pratt said, um, oh, wait, I should say what they said. So Gunn says, Back to the Future seemingly could be perfect. Why don't mom and dad remember Marty? But I would still argue it's a perfect film because there are reasons why this could conceivably be the case. Uh, times per, time protects itself from unraveling, etc. Or maybe I'm in denial. Who knows? <laughs> and then Chris Pratt goes in and goes, maybe they do remember him, though, not as Marty, as Calvin. When Marty returns to present day in 1985, it could have been years since his parents would have um, perhaps originally noted the uncanny resemblance between their son and that kid from high school 20 years previous. So, you know, good, good point. Who was only there but, for like what, two weeks? So uh, let me break it down. So this caught the attention back to the future screenwriter, Bob Gale, who has never spoken about this <laughs> mainly because when people were really going ham about this, the internet wasn't right going on. You know, people were just talking about it with their friends. Um, so he said, and I could bear in mind that George and the and Lorraine only knew Marty slash Calvin for six days when they were 17. And they did not even see him every one of those days. So many years later, um, they still might remember that interesting kid who got them together on their first date, Gil explains. But I would ask anyone to think back on their own high school days and ask themselves how well they remember a kid who might have been at their school for even a semester, or maybe you went out with just one time, Gil said. If you had no photo reference Mm -hmm. after 25 years, you'd probably have just a hazy uh, recollection. And obviously he's correct. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I have trouble remembering people I met yesterday. I don't remember Steve yeah. half of the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's, so why he just, has, that's why he has me on Snap uh, Instagram, because he at least gets yeah. to know what I remember. Like, oh, shit, I mean, that's like, what he looks like. Yeah. Who is this bit? Oh, okay. <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just thought this was kind of a cool story because that was something that, you know, it's it's one of those debates that every few years a homie will bring up. Right. But why didn't Marty's parents? Be, <laughs> Fuck you! That movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, cause yeah, cause I was I did have that. Um, uh, I did see that trending last last week on Twitter where it was like the five perfect movies, and um, yeah. and I saw Back to the Future, and I thought above i was above it you know above like uh, you know but oh that's a flaw in the movie i was like going no it 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 is a perfect movie in a lot of respects of the way you know the way it it flows there's no real flaw in the film and and using and even bypassing that i mean it doesn't you know it doesn't to me a movie that isn't perfect is a movie that distracts you within itself right you know and so if there's a movie that you can just enjoy and it's just like, oh, it's flawless, you know, that would be one of those. <coughs> and uh, and of, co- of course, the five perfect movies is really subjective to oh, who's yeah. <laughs> making the list. Well, like I, I did a list. I did a uh, five movies that always make me smile no matter if I'm, I could be in complete shit and um, and which I watched all, all you know, the, the, the last two weeks. You know, movies that just, I, I, no matter what I feel, if I feel like shit, I can watch them and it always makes me smile. It was the original Star Wars, and I'm talking episode four, um, Ocean's Eleven, Blazing Saddles, Airplane, and Coming to America. Like, Coming to America is a fucking, that's a favorite of mine. I love Coming that to America. That movie is, yeah, they've been showing that, on, they were showing that like every, like almost every other day on a BET. So it's like I'm scrolling through Spectrum and it's like, oh, coming to America. And it's just like immediately, boom, right there. Every you know? bit of that movie is funny. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, so it's just like watching all of these movies and just like always manages to kind of get me out of whatever, you know, funk I'm in. And, and it was it's always and especially now with being, you know, sequestered or whatever, you know, it, it tends to like you kind of want something that you can kind of get down. But, you know, you can watch some of those that will always make you smile and always make you laugh. And yeah, like, like I- Coming to America is just one of those movies that just like, no matter what, because like Eddie Murphy's brilliant, even Arsenio Hall, you know, are all the characters that they play. Yeah. All the children of our future. I would have to say, uh, we should do this one time and just talk about five perfect movies yeah we should we should have that and do our own that's actually that's actually a good idea because i'm looking at people's lists here and you could just tell different kinds of people like um you have this one dude who put the shawshank redemption uh, the shawshank redemption Redemption. black klansman uh the life aquatic with steve zizzo argo and black panther so whoa, <laughs> Black Panther, <laughs> Black, Black Panther, Panther. <laughs> like <laughs> one of these doesn't fit. You know, um, then you had someone who says the Princess Bride. Come that, on, that that is a, that that literally is a perfect movie. The Grand Budapest Hotel. I've never seen that, but I've heard good things about it. Jojo Rabbit. I don't know what the fuck I, that is. That, oh, I love that movie. That movie. It's oh a, it's, yeah, that's that weird like Hitler's my imaginary friend movie. Oh my god, it's so good. Did I think you actually might like it? 
I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think you um, Knives Out and Shawshank Redemption. Then and then you have someone put a bunch of fucking mobster movies. And you have this this one that to me is pretentious. Like because <laughs> it's five perfect movies: Mary Poppins, <laughs> The Sound of Music, uh, The Miserables. I'm not gonna say it in French because I'm gonna fuck it the up. The Miserables. Yeah. La La Land and The Greatest Showman. And, and they have the years next to them, too. Lest you be confused with a remake. Yeah, like, which one? Like, the, there's no, none of those movies have been remade. Mary Poppins has it. Well, no, like, that was a, a sequel. Remake. That was a sequel. It's technically a sequel. Uh, um, my wife goes, do you want to see the, the new Mary Poppins? I go, no. <laughs> and she's like, why? And I'm like, I didn't want to see the first one. <laughs> I like and the she's first like, one. she's like, you didn't like it when you were a kid? No, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> And she's like, how could you think Mary Poppins? It's like, because I don't like musicals. I've never liked that's musicals. When you look, I think they're ridiculous. That's when you look at her and go, have you met me? Like, <laughs> Right. Like, I'll watch animated musicals. That's fine. But for some reason, like, a musical that isn't funny in live action, I just lose all interest when they start singing. Hmm. It's just so stupid to me. I, I can't get past it. I Like, like the- no one just breaks into song. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, that's always been an issue. And I'm an actor, and like even musicals have been kind of like, you know, tough to do. But you know, I really like The Greatest Showman. Moulin Rouge has always been a favorite of mine. Um, you know, but I think it's my mom's fault, though. My mom, for the majority of my childhood, watched Grease like once a week. Oh, that'll do it. She loves them, and I can't fucking stand it. It's, if anyone's watching it, I leave the room. It's funny, I'm like, like fuck uh, this movie, like uh. Uh, with my ex, she loved Grease, and and my brother loves Grease. So like they would watch, they were watching it one time on Netflix, and I was like not paying attention. And they're like, "How can you not like this musical?" And I was like, "Going because I don't." And they're like, "You were in it." I was in the high school version of it, and I'm like, "Yeah," and I didn't like it then either. I was in it too. <laughs> I had to sing it in choir, and I was mad about it. <laughs> but um, and I was a T bird. Like that's know? not just my mom though, but that that fucking musical was overplayed yeah because everybody loves it yeah. you know what i mean i do like little shop of horrors though because it's funny one. that is a good one yeah like if it's for or, or rocky horror picture show i like but i don't freak out about it yeah. like it's an interesting movie but some people are fucking but i don't freak out about much so <laughs> unless it's anyway. cor- unless it's corona related <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> yeah but i think in a future episode we should have a, our five perfect movies That'd yeah, be kind of cool. That'd be fun. Although I do think uh, Goodfellas is a perfect movie. Goodfellas would be on my list. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love that movie. And also will uh, Debbie Dust Dallas because I think that's a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, um, I didn't realize, but um, uh, Sirius XM is having a free, uh, free listening until May 15th. Oh, so. I have, my car is equipped for that. Yeah, um, and uh, so if you guys have been wanting, so if you want to listen to Howard Stern, you know, and his channel, you know, um, I downloaded it, so I was like, oh, cool, it's till the 15th, so you can download it mobile and, um, and then just listen for free until the 15th. He's, he's like, he's still funny, but he sounds like a grumpy old man, bro. But in a funny way, but he doesn't have now? the same energy anymore. Yeah. What and is, he's really detached from society. He's like a stupid rich person like <laughs> the stuff he talks about you're like what and last time i listened to it robin was talking about um getting like a some kind of like 
face scrub or something that cost thousands of dollars and you're just like these motherfuckers have changed (laughs) (laughs) still funny but it's like fuck uh all right so on the other side of the break we'll be discussing uh the report that's been going around lately that Sony may be scaling back production of the PlayStation 5 Whoa. and uh, and the impacts that that and this post-corona 19, uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 world that could impact, you know, gaming and com- consumer spending. Uh, so we'll be right back. I have all the fans in my, in my um, house on because it's, so freaking hot. Yeah, it's pretty warm here too. Yeah. Although it's it, it was uh ninety oh no eighty ninety two today. Yesterday and the day before it was like ninety seven, and there was a slight breeze, but it's that you know hot like it's just basically somebody put a blow dryer in your face like that yeah. that kind of that kind of here thing. it's just been it's warm, but it's <laughs> it's not humid at all, so it's just warm. It felt a little mm-hmm. humid today. Like the, I yeah. saw clouds in the distance, and I was like, "It's eighty, but it feels hot." And I was like, "Oh wait, I think it's humidity." And I saw some clouds out in the mountains. I was like, "Oh fuck this shit." I did go outside with no shoes on just to grab some out of the car. I was like, oh, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> the ground was a little too hot. Um, but you know, I live in Arizona. So the funny thing is, is that it's going to start getting hot here, and people are going to start wigging out like it's the first time it's ever happened. It happens every year. Where people, my dog better shut the fuck up. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people will start wigging out. So. Well, it's like here. I mean, it's April and we already had 97. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, but well, remember, we had a pretty wet winter. Yeah. Well, it was, so we should it have was, a shitty summer. Well, it was like two weeks ago, it rained for like two weeks, like on and off, you know, for two weeks. And then it was nice for two days and then it was like 97. I'm like, the f- okay, pick something and stick with it for a little bit because, you know, this is right. kind of annoying. Uh, uh yeah so we're back um by the way if you hear some kind of noise going on and if you, you know you just heard what we were talking about it's fucking hot out here in la this weekend so i have some fans on because air needs to circulate otherwise i will die <laughs> so. yeah and if you hear any um random talking in the background that's my family in the living room because none of them are in school so they stay up later and they're half hispanic so they're loud <laughs> vaguely racist so, but accurate listen it's vague, exactly <laughs> i told all of them that earlier today because they were talking and they were just being dumb loud and they're all talking over each other and nothing's really getting accomplished and i go uh what is it with hispanics and the talking and they all look at me like excuse me and i'm like wait your turn to speak and use your inside voice <laughs> And they're like, whatever. And then they all went back. I was like, oh, my God. Well, it's like my, my brother and I, like uh, our side of the house where our bedrooms are uh, is the driveway and backyard of our neighbors. And uh, like they're loud in the morning. Like they talk and they hang out of the driveway or in the back and, and they're talking and they're loud. And my brother's like, I'd like to keep my window open, but they're loud. I'm like, dude, I can hear them through the walls. Like yeah. The windows are closed. We can it's still hear them. It's not going to it's not going to make any difference. And you know what? I'm not hating. Right. It's whatever. Everybody's different. Different cultures are different. You know what I mean? But I come from a quieter culture. (laughs) So I'm like, I get up in the morning and I go to make a cup of tea 
And I'm just sitting there and I'm pouring the tea and I'm not making a noise. And people are behind me just hollering. And I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> walking around like, with noise canceling headphones. Oh, I've wanted to. <laughs> There's some nights on the weekend if if they like my wife will before this whole Corona thing, she would invite my um, niece and nephews over on, on her side. And they'd have a horror movie night. Oh, and they're even louder. Like they're like five times louder. <laughs> and they're all talking over the movie. And they're talking over the movie so much. So they're talking about what's going on in the movie because none of them have any fucking idea. Right. And they're all screaming at each other. I put um, uh, earplugs in so I can go to sleep. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking loud. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So our t- our main topic this week is the report that Sony is scaling back production of the of the PS5. So let me just read this article real quick from Ars Technica and uh, kind of give you an idea of what we're talking about. So a new report suggests Sony may be cutting back on the initial shipments of the upcoming PlayStation 5. That's in part of because initial demand of the system may be limited by a higher asking price and by COVID-19 pandemic global impact on consumer spending. Bloomberg cites unnamed, quote-unquote, people familiar with the matter in reporting that Sony will be will only produce 5 to 6 million PS5 units by the time its fiscal year ends in March 2021. That would be down from 7.5 million PlayStation 4 units produced in a similar time frame following the late 2013 launch. The PS4 launch included a million units sold in the very first day and over 7 million sold to consumers by early April 2014. Now, Sony may may expect to sell fewer PS5 units initially in part because of the higher-than-normal expected price for its new console. Developers working on the PS5 software expect the system launched for between $499 and $549, according to Bloomberg, um, driven by more expensive components such as a uh, high-speed SSD storage, some analysts feel that the system may launch at a lower loss leading price of 450 though it would be a bit closer to the PS4s uh, but that uh, which would be a bit closer to the PS4's $400 launch offering all of those suspected PlayStation 5 prices would be on the high end for console launching in terms of nominal dollars historically but a $500 PS5 would be well within the normal range once you adjust for inflation. Still, is as the coronavirus continues to wreak havoc on the global economy, many consumers may find themselves with less disposable income to spend on luxuries like brand new game consoles, and the PS5 will also face internal competition from a cheaper PS4 and a PS4 Pro, which will also have a larger and more established libraries when the PS5 launches. Bloomberg sources say the coronavirus pandemic has not affected Sony's production capacity for the PS5, echoing Sony's own statements on the matter, but the coronavirus has reportedly impacted Sony's promotional rollout of the system, canceling a public press conference that would have unveiled the release date and price. Last month, Sony detailed the PS5 specs in an awkward live stream press conference that largely didn't match the public's expectation for more consumer-focused general information Sony also recently revealed the PS5 controller design, a move Bloomberg said was designed to preempt potential leaks from the develop from development partners in the know. So, Adam, your hot take. 
um, it sounds like they're being conservative, um, which could backfire. Right. Um, and but I don't think it's going to backfire this year because obviously this year's a little different. Right. Um, with everybody, a lot of people are broke right now. Mm-hmm. And buying a five hundred or five hundred and fifty dollar console at launch might not be possible for a lot of people. So it kind of makes sense to me that they they don't make as many upfront. Um and you know, a byproduct of that, I won't say it's their plan, but a byproduct of that is definitely the demand will be higher. Yeah. Because they, everyone thinks it's going to run out. Same thing with toilet paper these days. Um, we'll call it the toilet paper effect. Okay, you think you're going to run out of it, so you freak out. Um, but I don't think. I think any other year, if it was like last year, it would it would backfire. Issue. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I honestly don't think they'll sell out. No, no, I and and I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing a little bit of a discount come Christmas. Yeah, I mean it's, it's and and they these companies usually sell these consoles at a loss. Yeah, it, it's just the way it is. They they can't make a profit off the console; It'd be too expensive. No one would buy it because most console. The problem is, is that consoles always have two things that they have to worry about. Um, people who only play on consoles don't want to spend over 500. They'll think it's ridiculous. Right. And right, rightfully so. It doesn't matter what kind of shit is inside of it. It's only designed to do one thing. <laughs> so you're kind of like, fuck. And then you have people who, if you get too high, people will go, <laughs> well, I can just make a computer that does this. Right. Like when you say that, or you get too high, like some of these executives. <laughs> <laughs> right, you get too high, baby. <laughs> How high? Yeah, so too high. <laughs> I don't think they'll be over five. I, I think don't. I think the five hundred would be the. I think going forward, I think five hundred would be like the crest. Yeah, you know, and I and I and I honestly expect, like when I saw five, I was like, you know what? I would honestly be. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it at four fifty. That's true, and not only that. Keep in mind, at this stage right now, Microsoft is winning the public's attention, right? Because Sony is being closed lip on a lot of things like usual so what's leaking out is not positive like they don't understand like if you just get out and say a bunch of cool shit this stuff won't people won't worry about it as much yeah. but but like well, like yeah like that. with microsoft we've seen how what it's going to look like we've seen gameplay on it you know we've seen a lot of the the specs but we've also seen it in action so yeah a lot of people are like oh shit this is looking pretty solid and then when you look at the specs you're seeing that you know uh with a couple of weeks back, we did a we did a thing about um, that awkward live stream that that they did, which didn't do much. I mean, if you think about it, like it did nothing to kind of like hype people up. All it was was like, well, we're going to do this. And with this processor, this will be able to do this. And then these functionalities are able to go through the, the new uh, the new RAM. And it's like, OK, nobody wants to know that people yeah. want to see what it looks like and they want to see some gameplay. And they did none of that. They were they were releasing it backwards. Yeah. Like I want to know about specs, but you need to you need to give me the teaser first. Yeah. You need to pique my interest. You know, you don't pique my interest by telling me how fast the RAM is. Yeah, basically it's like we want to see the titties, but you know, wear the low cup top first. Let's tease us first. Right. You know, don't just jump in the pool. Fuck. <laughs> 
know. And then you find out it's a it's a um uh non nude video, you're kinda like, Oh, what the fuck did I waste my time right. with this shit, you know? Now you're fucking around. Right. You know. There's now you're playing with my emotions. <laughs> a lot of rumors are saying the Xbox Series X is gonna be about five hundred. Um I think that's that's just gonna be the sweet spot is is five hundred because they can't go too cheap, right? You know, and for anyone who complains five hundred, that's fucking ridiculous. And it's like, then go buy a fucking Xbox One or a PS4. Go buy a like Switch, it, <laughs> right? They're cramming some serious tech into these things, right? Um, and they're getting closer. This is the closest they've been to a computer since ever. You know, so it's it's kind of interesting to watch. AMD's making money on both ends. I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like I said. I don't think it's going to backfire on them this year. Um, but it's going to. But but I I kind of see it doing a a Nintendo deal. You know, like maybe yeah. maybe things do bounce back a little better. And then, you know, people are like, oh, I wanted to get a PlayStation, but it's not around. And then it's like Nintendo's forced, you know, demand kind of thing, you know. And, and Nintendo's notorious for doing that. Like, oh, we didn't expect. It's like, fuck you. And this, we didn't expect bullshit. You know, you Nintendo, do it every time. Nintendo's you do it every time. No one believes Nintendo yeah. when they do that. <laughs> now it's like, we you, didn't expect, you didn't expect a new Nintendo console to be popular. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. You know, like, well, we didn't expect it. It's like, really, you didn't expect the Switch to be popular. They didn't expect the Wii to be popular. They didn't expect that, you know, you go back down the list to every game console that they ever released. You know, it's like, come on. You didn't expect that. And that excuse bugs me too, because it's like, so, so you spent years developing something that you don't even believe in. Right. So why the fuck should I believe in it? Right. Exactly. And uh, and now you have, you know, production shortages on the Switch. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's cheaper. Uh, you know, you have people at home that may be like, well, if I get a Switch for the kids, they'll stop bugging me. You know, I can yeah, it's, the same, it's, it's the same as everything else that's short right now. Yeah. It's because the production streams aren't, they weren't set up to, for this kind of demand. Right. Like every, for some reason, everyone bought a Switch. I'm like, it's kind of ironically funny that you're all buying the mobile console. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like, what, what are you gonna do? You fucking play in the in the bathroom or but what? But I, but I think a lot of that is like kids. Like they're buying it for their kids. Like, okay, right. I need to get this for the kids to keep them out of my fucking face. And it's so I can not. Work. It's it's not just the switch. If you go to if you go to the stores and look up the the cheat like the all digital version of the Xbox oh, right. is sold out in most places. Mm. Um, PS4s are sold out in most places, especially the bundles. You know, and and maybe even people who are. Um, like they're at home. You have a lot of people who are at home still getting paid, but yeah. they can't work. Right. You know, so like maybe they're like, oh, I used to play video games. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> or, you, or you got people yeah. that are you got people that are unemployment right now that it's like, well, nobody's really hiring, you know, and, you know, unless. Well, there's plenty hiring. It's just people don't want to work at those jobs. Well, I had that conversation uh, with um my daughter the other day where she was like, um, my job's not given a lot of she works at Panera Bread. It's like a. It's a it's a restaurant, yeah. and they have a drive through. She's like, they're not really given a lot of hours because you know they close the inside. And she goes, but there's no jobs. I'm like, the grocery store is hiring. Hmm. And she's like, yeah, but I don't want to work in the grocery store. I'm like, okay, well then shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like there's places that are hiring. You just don't want to work there, you know. And then you there's know some, some and and <laughs> the thing. Well, yeah, but then it's like you know, 
the you know and at this particular time i mean there there's that concept but then the other concept is like yeah but you know the odds of you know catching something would probably be a little bit more stronger because you're dealing with people who don't necessarily abide by all the rules yeah of course and, and um you know and so when you're dealing like with this i kind of you know it's this is like and we're not hearing it so much on the Microsoft side, but we're hearing it on the Sony side. Because Microsoft already fucking made everyone happy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And But the thing is, is that I wouldn't be surprised if we run into a situation similar on the Microsoft side. Oh, and, and all of this is going to be, how is gaming going to deal? Because, I mean, what, 22 million people in the space of a month lost their jobs? Um, yeah. So, you know, and then unemployment and if you get unemployment depending on how much you get you know could help you could not help you uh if you and if you're in one of those states that um you know you're able to apply for unemployment because there's a lot of states that you know they're using that old um that old uh what is it uh passario to try to put these uh <laughs> to put these applications through they got the and commodore 64 is <laughs> hooked up trying to <laughs> jesus they're Christ. using old real to real uh <laughs> it's so sad too. too because when you have a system that's so old like that it costs more to maintain it than it would to upgrade it yeah like it just gets ridiculous Did you see that meme about um they go the unemployment office and it looks like this old you know commodore 64 in a empty room then yeah. it says Pornhub, and it's like wall-to-wall servers and it's like all compl- right. and i was like yeah because that's how it is you know it's like the entertainment industry has more money yeah and they always are moving forward so they can entertain and make more money. <laughs> and then you have, so yeah, I you hundred percent believe that. Yeah. And then the, the, the government side is, well, nothing's really going to happen. That's going to do this. And it's like, well, yeah, this kind of, and, and this is going to kind of shine a light on a lot of different stuff now. And, but the big thing is, is that you have states that are already going, okay, well, we're going to lighten the load. We're going to um, start allowing people go out, go to the stores, go and shop. Because here's their big thing. Oh, we got to get the economy going. So let's have the retail shops open. For what? There's yeah, a lot no of people buy there, There's a lot of people that are working, but that are going to be like, "Well, I can't buy all the shit that I was buying before." You know, they were probably, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go I want to go get that TV and we're saving up for that." Now they don't have a job right now, so it's like, "Well, I can't get that TV right now." So I'm just going to save that to pay for fucking rent or food or whatever until. Yeah, if you want the economy to go, you have to. Everyone needs to work again. Yeah. And because even if everyone's at home and they have money, they will spend it. Yeah. And Amazon and shit. Right. I mean, I did. <laughs> I paid. I bought a bunch of shit on Amazon that I wanted. You know, so it's like. I don't know how we got into the economy here, but it's. Well, it's, this, is, um, this is part of the whole, you know, gaming culture yeah, after the fact. Yeah. We are in a situation right now that is unique. It's a unique situation, but it is one of those things where people aren't uh, – there's a large percentage of people who aren't really worried about entertainment right now right. because they're worried about feeding themselves. Yeah. you know, They don't give a fuck about the new PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Um, That's going to go on a wish list that may not happen until 2021 somewhere. Exactly. When the next fucking Trump check comes through. I ain't even got mine yet. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Um, but I had, what was it today? Again, my dummy daughter. She was like, is Hobby Lobby open? Who he loves. Who he loves. I love her. She's just dumb. Um, she asked my wife, is Hobby Lobby open? She goes, no, Hobby Lobby's not open. And she goes, why? Aren't they essential? And I go, how is Hobby Lobby essential? 
<laughs> and she goes, so people can entertain themselves. I said, your entertainment isn't going to keep you alive. Right. This is not the fucking grocery store. It's, it's like the, it's like, you know, what you see in Florida and Georgia and all that, like, oh yeah, tattoo parlors and barber shops and, and, you know, um, Oh God! What was one of the other ones? Well, don't say barbershop because I need a cut, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not—they're not an essential service. No, like, of course you not. know, like you hear, like, oh yeah, so you know, um, you know, tattoo parlors and salons and you know these places, uh, gyms can open up. I'm like, look, a salon. Uh, uh, I, I let us let's even just go to a tattoo parlor. A, a tattoo parlor is essential. You can't wait to get a fucking tattoo, like. Give me a fucking break. Well, they, and, and they were saying like, well, gyms um, are essential. And they make kind of a point, but they go, gyms are essential because it's for health and also because for socialization. And I go, I understand that, but sometimes you got to bite your fucking lip and get over it. Yeah. You know, and, and when I see all these people complaining, one thing, one glaring thing <laughs> is, is, is said to me, these motherfuckers ain't never been broke. Nope. Like they might not have had some money. They've never been poor yeah. because when you're fucking eating a um a piece of bread and a glass <laughs> of water and watching the one channel that comes in and the heat don't work, right? You're not worried about. Oh, I wish I could go to the gym. <laughs> fucking. A. I wish I can go to Panera Bread. <laughs> like this should happen. And yeah, every once in a while I'm like, fuck, man, I wish. I kind of want to go hang out with the boys. I hit the pub up, you know, whatever. Right. But then I just shrug my shoulders and calls to do it later. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I bought some pub glasses it's like, and some Guinness cans. It's like that, so. me- that meme that says like, oh, yeah, these people that are freaking out right now, they're the new poor. The, the, the ones that don't get affected are the old poor. Like, you know, right. you've grown they're up. They're the ones poor. that already know. Yeah. It's like and me, the funny thing it's like is, me and my brother like we we see these people that are like you know oh want to go to we want to go and shop we want to go to this we want to do this we want to do this and I'm like fuck we haven't been doing that since you know it, it before this whole thing it's and like, I gave my I gave my kids some fucking perspective because they were talking oh you know everybody's broke but I'm like you're not broke hmm. so the fuck you talking about I just got a new job getting paid like six seven dollars more an hour. My my wife is still making money. Money's still coming into the Riley house. Right. I said, you just think you're broke because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. I said, well, don't worry. I'm stacking chips, motherfucker. <laughs> What's up? When so, I'm really not, I'm buying a bunch of bullshit. But then it's, you know, it's it's one of those, like, when you when you think about it, you know, gaming, comics, all of this entertainment stuff is going to be hardest hit. And retail. Because anytime you have an economic downturn, this is, it's going to impact the 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 luxury spending i guess you know movie theaters yeah, the, and, and the me- engine of the free market is the consumer right and even if even even me like a lot of us have the people who aren't affected their their money hasn't changed they might not be spending it as freely either cuz sometimes you don't know what's going to happen yeah. so you're kind of you're kind of like well you're going to stockpile in the bank bit. Yeah, you're going to stockpile a little bit. And I guarantee you a lot of those people that are getting those stimulus checks, they're not going to be spending it. And here, here's another... I think th- a good amount will, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, well, I mean, if, you're, if, you have some money, if you have money saved up, but a majority of people don't. Most people live paycheck to paycheck, which we can both attest to, you know? Yeah, but most people that live paycheck to paycheck are, are fucking retarded. <laughs> so they're not going to... Like, I, I've, I've heard it. I agree with you. To 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 an extent, and I, I hear it a lot. Where it's like, well, no one's gonna, 
no one's suspect. I'm like, there's a good amount of people in this country, especially, that is going to get their little stimulus check and they're going to blow the fuck out of it. <laughs> because especially young ones, they're going to be like, oh, let me buy some shoes. Let me buy new video games. I'm helping the economy, motherfucker. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of that shit, dude. And honestly, that's what the government wants you to do. Right. <laughs> they want you to blow it on useless shit. <laughs> But my my thing is, is that if this continues and, you know, how, you know, the president and then some people think that, oh, we just say everybody go back to work. Everything's going to be like it was before, you know, like in early March. It's not going to be that way. This is going to take a long time to settle because if everything goes, OK, we're ready to go back. There's not going to, you know, some businesses are going to be like, well, we don't have the clientele, you know, so people are people aren't. There's a lot of people that probably won't be going back to work. Because you're gonna have companies that are gonna be like, well, you know, we spent all this money to, you know, for this or to pay rent and stuff like that. We haven't taken in money. We're gonna have to cut staff. So these these unemployment numbers aren't gonna go down once the economy gets back. So what you have is you're gonna have a surplus of people out there looking for jobs, kind of like what happened in 2008. But if this goes into the summer and into late summer, and these high price consoles come out, there's gonna be a lot of them sitting on the shelves. Yeah. You know, because keep in mind, yeah, you're going to have the people that are well off that had no problems with this still that still manage. Yeah, they'll be picking it up for their kids and stuff like that. But you know who a majority of those people that are that usually buy that are the people that aren't, you know, they're going to be the people that are also, you know, without a job or having to work two jobs just to make up for what they have. So, you know, it any other year, this would have been, you know, this would have been fine. But, you know. I mean, I never buy consoles on launch day, to be completely honest. Neither have I. I wait I for them, them to get the bugs out of it. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let them work <laughs> it out. And then get a couple, like usually around the second wave of first party titles, that's when I start looking to buy it. Because that's when the good ones come out. Right. It's not the ones they rushed. <laughs> or like you usually have like one really hot title that that is cool and then the other ones are like they're cool but they're niche ones and maybe horror game or something like something you don't want to play you know or whatever but um yeah i'm definitely um it's like a nintendo console without a mario title right which has happened yes more than more than most ridiculous. people will admit um wasn't it the well, switch we, wasn't it the switch that only came out with a zelda title there wasn't a mario title until the second wave yeah yeah and that the people have argued this point to me, but um, that Zelda game was originally a Wii U game because it came out on the Wii U. Oh, right, right, right. It was the last game that was released on the Wii U, but they, they it was in development. And then they were like, well, we're just going to put it on the new console. Because hmm. why so not? So it became a launch title for the Switch. Yeah, because why not? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, and it worked out. I yeah. mean, every that's one of those games that, like, if you don't have it, you're fucking up. Well, you, yeah, or at well, least played it. I mean, you look at you look back and like Mario Kart when it came out on the Wii Wii U. Guess what? The Wii U sold gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Before and after that, not a damn thing. And the Mario Kart on the Wii U was fucking awesome. Yeah, I had it, <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, for better or for worse. I think we'll be out of quarantine by summer. Whether we should be or not, <laughs> I don't know. But or whether I we think, have to go back in the fall, you know. Because it's a lot like politics, isn't it? You you have the fringe 
don't tell me what to do people that are like fucking doing the little protests and shit. And then on the other end, you have the people who are wearing stormtrooper fucking masks <laughs> and they're never leaving their house. And then you have a lot of people in the middle who are kind of like, I mean, I know it's important, but like, what are we doing? Right. You know, and I, I'm noticing. I want to be safe when I go to work, you know? Right. Like I'm noticing people, more people are wearing masks, which people still argue if that's a good thing or a bad thing or not a bad thing, but if it's necessary or not. So more people doing that, that's fine. Um, but I've seen people get a little bit more relaxed at the stores. Like I think yeah. people are starting to just get over it. Like not in a bad way. They're just like, all right, well this is life, I guess. Yeah, this is how it is. So, you know, so they're, they're not as tense anymore. And once it starts getting like that, it's going to be more, the normal people are going, so when are we like going to go back to sh- the way it was? Right. You know, and I think, um, I just hope it works out. I know some states when that can were I, here. When can I go back to fucking my coworker in the broom closet? You know, Exactly. Like, like I have never been to my job. <laughs> I and got been, a job. You've been I working there for training. three weeks. Isn't it three weeks now? No, I've been working there for a month. Yeah. Yeah. About a month. And you've never been there. I've been there once for the interview (laughs) and I only saw one small little room and a glimpse of the office. And this is a high rise in downtown Phoenix. Like they have multiple floors. It's all empty. Like everybody like that, that room you see is kind of like, you know, those like fictitious companies that you see in movies. Like you go in there and that's where everybody is. And then you go, Oh no, you can't go past that door. It's locked. You, you get in there and the whole floor is like empty. It's like a phantom company. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's insane. And then I'm like it ha- it had me thinking the other day like I'm like, you know, what the question for me is isn't so much when will corona be gone cuz that's a weird question to ask anyway. Cuz that hinges on the fa- uh, on the um the vaccine. Right. And then it also hinges on the fact if people will take the vaccine cuz people in this country <laughs> are retarded. Yeah. Um so the real question is, when do we get to a point where if we only do social distancing and we wear masks and everyone's still careful, can we just – everyone goes back to work? You know, Because we can sit here on our high horses and be like, you know what? It's for the better of humanity so people don't get sick and blah, blah, blah. And I agree with that. But people also need to put food in their fridge. Yeah. And not everyone is as fortunate as others. I am extremely fortunate because I have a really good job that's paying me and I can do all my work from home. My wife is getting paid fully and she's working as well. Like extremely fortunate. I don't complain at all about my current economic situation. I don't give a fuck that I can't go outside. Whatever. Because there's people out here who are fucking starving. Yeah. You know, so you when you when when you're in their shoes, it's a little easier to understand why they're like, fuck the virus. I need to go to work. You know, so I get it from both. I I understand the the perspectives from both sides. Like it's easier to be more scientific about something when you don't have kids crying for food and stuff like that. But I guarantee you that most of the people that are, you know, being loud aren't those people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The ones who are being loud are just dickheads. Yeah. And and you can – the don't tread on me fucking assholes that make this entire country look bad because it's not even that many people. 
Mm. When you compare it to the mass population, it's just fringe groups of retard retards. Yeah, retards. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it too because they all are white, of course. Yeah. So now it's white America. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's like the few hundred in each town that are morons. <laughs> now, now it's my fault. Just like every fucking other thing in this fucking country is my fault. You know, because I was at um, or no, I wasn't at work. Well, I was at work, but I was on the thing. And um, this girl Geneva, who is who you know, no racism, but is very obviously black. Um, <laughs> by the way she speaks, um. I mean, she never says the word mine. She always says mines, hmm. which every time she does it, it hurts me emotionally. <laughs> um, she said in group chat with everyone in our like class when I was in training, um, what's going on with white America and these protests? <laughs> and then someone someone hops on and goes, um, what do you mean white America? You mean the morons that are protesting? And she goes, well, I mean, they're all white. And she, and he goes, yeah, it's kind of like when black America was saying that they couldn't get coronavirus because they were black. Huh? <laughs> and she goes, well, that wasn't everyone. And it's like, OK, I'm going to let you stew in that. And you figure that out. I was over here laughing. <laughs> and I was on mic laughing. I was on a hot mic <laughs> laughing. Like I was like, th- these people, it's are just so stupid, yeah. you know, and, and this, this whole thing has kind of made, um, it hasn't made it a new thing. It just made it more on the surface, which is good. Yeah. You know, let everybody see it so you can be like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, let's knock it the fuck off. But yeah. one right. thing we have to look forward to is election year. <laughs> I know, right. We'll see. All right. So before we, go further into this let's head into our one last thing um so this is uh you could see this coming i mean a lot of us saw this as as this as this was approaching um so protests against social distancing and stay-at-home guidelines in states across the country have become fertile ground for anti-vaccine activists foreshadowing future showdowns over government-led efforts to bring an end to the coronavirus pandemic Del Bigtree, a notorious anti-vaccination activist before the emergence of COVID-19, attended a reopening rally in Austin last weekend to find out why the protests were showing up. Uh, The protesters were showing up. Bigtree told the Daily Beast that he saw a lot of overlap between anti-vaccine activists who distrust vaccines and the rally goers who were complaining that the public health policies put in place by state governments are unconstitutional and draconian relative to the, I felt like uh, Alex Jones right there, um, draconian, uh, <laughs> relative to the health crisis at hand. I think the science is falling apart, Big Tree says, citing a model that he's called a quote-unquote disaster. On April 17th, Big Tree featured uh, Wendy Darling, a founder of anti-stay-at-home order group Michigan's United for Liberty and a attendee at one of the Michigan protesters on his online show, The High Wire, which usually dedicates the programming to questioning health health officials and settled science. Asked by Big Tree whether the demonstration showed that at least some Michiganders, quote, are not afraid of dying from the coronavirus, uh, 
end quote, said, Darling said, in a group, in our group in particular, we've got thousands of people in Michigan United for Liberty, and the consensus there is, you know, you, um, you are not, you know, we, oh, you know, we are not. Uh, we're more afraid of government than we are of the virus at this point. Big Tree isn't the only um, the isn't the only drawing connection between the anti-vaccine movement, which advocates for a uh, phallus phallus notion that vaccines cause autism and other ailments, and the movement be against the stay-at-home orders. Anti-vaccine activists have pushed a hashtag calling for President Trump to fire government's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And a message evolved into Fire Fauci chants at a Texas rally Big Tree attended. Some participants in the reopening rallies have also adopted I do not consent as their go-to sign formulation, which is the same language that's become a popular phrase among anti-vaccine activists. That's one of the biggest slogans, says Amy Passini, the executive director of pro-vaccine group Vaccine Your Family. The predominantly right-wing activists called for states to reopen businesses amid the pandemic have also criticized vaccines in their online communities. On Michiganders Against Excessive Quarantine, a Facebook group with more than 350,000 members has become a hotbed for anti-social distancing protests in the state. Thousands of members said they would not take any further vaccine. Any future vaccine, some posters push conspiracy theories that the vaccine would be a, quote, mark of the beast or a or a tracking device used by billionaire Bill Gates, a user in reopen Missouri. Why does everyone hate Bill I know. Gates? That's one thing I've been noticing is like everybody's full on hating Bill Gates. It's like, what the hell, dude? Just because someone has money yeah, right. doesn't mean they're evil. Yeah. OK, let's let's get over it. Windows is not evil. OK, let's just get over that right now. Uh, a user in Reopen Missouri, another Facebook group devoted to rapidly reopening businesses, made a popular post that included a vow to never take any future coronavirus vaccine. I refuse to receive said vaccine and make our feel or make others feel more safe. It read, "I won't set myself or my children on fire to keep you warm," uh, which is actually what you're supposed to do. But you know, that's just me. Uh, the possibility of anti-vaccine advocates gaining a foothold in the protest against public safety laws could uh, portend uh, even dicier problems for government agencies ahead. Health officials have said that a vaccine for coronavirus is one of, if not the surest ways to emerge through the crisis and, and, re, and return to the semblance of social normalcy. But that depends on the wide-scale cultural acceptance of the vaccination which optimistically could be 18 months away from production. And the coronavirus pandemic has drawn more online interest to anti-vaccine causes. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much, and then pretty much everything else from here just goes into people, you know. You know what? Saying I'm going to take the vaccine. Right. Okay. <laughs> Everyone in my house is going to take the vaccine. <laughs> and if y'all don't want to take the vaccine, you get you won't be in the way on the fucking sixty on my way to work, will ya? <laughs> so that's fine. It's just ridiculous. Like, if anything, anti vaxxers should should understand why it's important. Right now, it, 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 they're finally actually seeing what happens when we don't have a vaccine to something. Right. You know, and it's it's um 
there were no there was no such thing as an anti-vaxxers where the measles was killing everyone right you know so it's like it's just ridiculous obviously the measles was a little bit more dramatic than coronavirus but still right but the but the i mean when you're looking at what we have right now i mean you're looking at what we're almost crossing what a million people with that have been diagnosed with coronavirus and we've already coming close to what 60 60,000 people died it's like look we're over we're over five percent like you know people go oh well only 60 people have died yeah but when you look at the amount that's like six percent you know yeah it's about percentages and averages it's not about a lot of people look at those numbers like wishful thinking yeah like oh that that number's not even that big yeah it's like uh, well and then also too it's like how many people is okay to die well, before I mean, we do something, you know what I mean? It's well, I like, mean, you, 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 you hear the lieutenant governor from Texas who was like, you know, there are there are more things important than living. You know, we, we there's nothing more important, <laughs> you know, and then you hear people like Bill O'Reilly saying, well, most of the people that died were on their last leg anyway. And it's just kind of like, wow, really? Like I saw this um this video broke my hat, this four year old boy who got it. And um, he didn't die, um, but he – they showed him in the bed, and he, it was that like where every muscle in the body is trying to breathe. Oh, shit. It was, it was horrifying. And then you see this mom just trying to be as positive as possible, and then she'd go in the bathroom and he'd sleep and just fucking cry. I'm like, this is horrifying. Like it was a horror movie for me because I have kids, man. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to see my kids fucking sick with that. I don't care if they don't die. It's still, yeah, it's it's it's, that's that shit's traumatic. Like this kid was sick, sick. You know what I mean? I had never seen someone that sick before. Like they and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, he started getting better. You know, it was just like fuck. That could have turned, dude. Yeah, you know, and it's just like it could have turned. Yeah, we just need to. Like I said, it's going to come down to when is it going to be where we can open everything up, but everyone's just rocking a mask, which is what they did at SARS yeah. in China, really. It, it SARS was around for a while, but they said, okay, well, we can't stay at home forever. So they got it down to a manageable amount, and then everybody was just super careful. Like if you think China wears masks now – or before the coronavirus, <laughs> fuck, in the 90s, bro, yeah. all of them wore that shit. Well, one of the things that, you know, that that the one of the problems that we have is just it's an inconsistent messaging. You have, you know, it, it from the top down, it's you have irresponsible people saying, oh, you know, you know, the the, the cure can't be worse than the, the than the sim, you know, than the disease. And, you know, you know, oh, you know, people should be willing to sacrifice themselves for the economy and it's like it's only been a month. Yeah. You know, and the funny thing is is like these these lockdown protesters, one none of them are working. You can guarantee that most of those people don't hold out a regular job. They're like, you know, don't tread on me kind of bullshit. Uh another one is most of these people that you see, like I don't understand like, oh, we don't want a lockdown, so we're going to have armed people protesting. Like, you know, somebody brought up a good point of like, oh, yeah, if a Black Lives Matter movement had that, oh, that shit would have been shut down real quick. You know, they had weapons. But you have these guys who these guys and my thing was funny was these are most of the people that are like, you know, assault 
weapons and all that, you know, the camouflage that are there or looking like fucking stormtroopers or whatever. These are the ones that are supposed to be able to fucking go into the wilderness, live after the fall, the collapse of the government and, you know, survivalists themselves for like years. Oh, we have all of this food that we can plant ourselves and all this stuff. You know, it's like, oh, but you still need to go get a haircut. You still need to go get, you know, go to the salon or go get a tattoo. It's like, we knew you guys were full of shit, but now you just kind of made it a little more evident. Yeah, and because there's a lot of, and with that camp, there's always, with any kind of thing, there's always a group of people who are actually about that life. And there's a lot of people who say they are until they need to be, you know, and it's that whole survivalist thing is there's nothing wrong with knowing how to survive without, you know, the comforts, the creature comforts. Right. But most people, they just buy a lot of cool gear and just walk around with it. They don't fucking know what they're doing. Yeah, like most <laughs> most of the people that are, are actually, I would say most, if not all the people that are protesting would be the first victims in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, they, like The Walking Dead happened, they would they would be dead. <laughs> they'd, be the, they'd, be the, they'd be the walkers. So, you know, they're, like, they're not fooling anyone. But all I know is if they don't reopen sports, <laughs> esports are about to take over, bro. <laughs> the popularity of esports has been going up a little bit because mm. people are just like, I, I need to watch a competition, <laughs> and I don't know what to watch. Well, what's funny is too is that I was about to I was about to pull the trigger on on ESPN because sports, you know, baseball season was starting. So I thought, oh yeah, get some ESPN, get some sports stuff, you know, watch some of that shit. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> saved right. saved me from a, um, getting anything. I think it's on Hulu. It's a, it's like a documentary about the Bulls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN has that. Yeah. I don't know if I, I need to see that. Yeah, it's it, about like Jordan's um, last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super dope. I'm about to watch that because I do miss basketball. <laughs> I was re I really got into it last season. And I was like, damn, I forgot how much I like this sport. And I went to a couple games, and then the suns suck, but I don't care. Um, and I was just, the Suns hey. as a team suck, but they have really good players. Yeah, but you always but, hate when that happens. Yeah. But ag- again, still better than Golden State. Everything. Listen, <laughs> the current Suns play better than Golden State. <laughs> the current. And then no one's playing. No one's playing. Right. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's, we'll, not to sound sappy, but. We'll get through it. You know what I mean? Will like, it sucks. <laughs> this is probably going to be one of two of the worst things that happen in my life if nothing new happens <laughs> on a public scale because you had 9-11. Right. And then and this. So this is, I don't want to say worse than 9-11, but it's a, it's a different kind of thing. Well, and, more people um, have died than 9-11, so. Yeah. So did we get through 9-11? Yeah. Do we have fucking bigger and more dope tower where, where the twin tower? Yup. So it's like, it sucks, but we'll get through it. It's just everyone. I think the thing that's bo- bothering everybody is everyone's like, when? Yeah. W- what is the deadline here? Because we do live in a country of deadlines. Yeah. Like, what's the, w- give me a hard date. It's like, there's no hard date. I can give it to you. Yeah. Because um, they're talking right now in Arizona because Arizona's stay at home order expires on the 30th. Hmm. And there's, people saying well it needs to be extended and then there's people saying good don't extend it 
Yeah. You know, it's and there's back and forth on that. And of course, Ducey hasn't said shit <laughs> and he won't until the the it's until the day. end of the fucking line. Yeah. He'll probably extend it, but Well, it was like us in California like they go, "Okay, it's extended to the end of the month." And then a week later they were like, "Okay, it's extended to May 15th." And I was like, "Okay, well, at least we know for the next month and a half what we're going to be doing, you know." Yeah. So. And and then at the end of that, I told my wife, I'm like, don't worry about any dates they give you because they're all changing. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. They're just giving you a date to make you feel better because everyone keeps asking. Yeah. It's like, just sit tight until you hear you can go. Everything's the same now. Everything goes back. And even then, because because to me, we're in quarantine until next school year because the school's closed, closed. Yeah. They said no school until next school year. I'm like, OK, well. And it is what it is at that point. I can leave the house. I can go to the grocery store. I can take the kids to the park. You know what I mean? So it's like my life, the only thing that's really changed is I don't go to work and um, the kids don't go to school. It sucks more for the kids yeah. than it does for me. And the strippers was, have I, nowhere to go. Huh? And the strippers have nowhere to go. Right. You know, I'm and, talking about my children. and you're <laughs> Yeah, but strippers are people too, you know. Are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um. All right. Whatever. So, so yeah, PlayStation Five. You know. <laughs> uh, no, I don't All think right. it's going to be too big of a deal this yeah. year for Sony. All right. So why don't you take us out? So, thanks for checking us out. Like seriously, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. It's nice to know that I'm not just talking to Steve with a record button. <laughs> you know. Um, if you would like to help the show, please feel free to donate. Of course, you can donate through PayPal on our blog, thelazygeeks.home.blog. If you can't help out monetarily, um, you can review the show, which is fucking awesome. Um, all reviews will help, uh, raise our profile and expose us to more people. Um, and I, we're running out of people at this point <laughs> who I haven't exposed myself to, <laughs> you know, so like like that meme, finally we'll be able to reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Maul's trench coat. <laughs> uh, and you can, but in the midst of all of this, you can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, Twitter and Instagram, both under at thelazygeeks. Comments, suggestions, or questions, email us at thereallazygeeks at gmail.com. And uh, be sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can check out our legacy episodes like the episode you heard last week, our 96th episode. You can go ahead and listen to a lot of our older stuff on our YouTube channel, as well as the away team and my new show, The Fine Line. The first the original nine episodes I did of that series is, is available there as well. So go ahead and check us out there. And if you can't click on any of the links um, available in the show notes, want more content or updates on our coming shows. Just hit the blog, thelazygeeks.home.blog. All right, that's it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are the Lazy Geeks. <laughs>